Hey y'all, it's Delaney. And it's Katie, and this is Classically Black Podcast. Where we talk all things classical music and being black in the profession. With trap beats playing in the background. Hey. Hey, sound is this week. Wow. <laughs> um, I have nothing to say. I mean, doing the same stuff. Yeah. Every week. Yeah, I have nothing to say. The world has been trying me, so... I've been a little tight. I've been a little tight today. I've been... Okay. <laughs> like, if y'all can see the gesture I just made, I've been very tightly wound. Okay, well, the, a couple people tried me today, including one of my students, so I feel like it must be in the atmosphere. Mm. We made up, but... Now we made up. <laughs> I could be childish, too. I, I will admit that. Okay. I'm like... <laughs> I ain't texting her and my boss be looking at me like so I'll be like so what <laughs> you know we work it through it kind of not really anyway what's your news alright so um um Sphinx has named a couple well several of their Empower Grant recipients um the Empower Grants if y'all don't know are scholarships for alumni of several different programs um that Sphinx has um Sphinx Competition the Sphinx Symphony the Sphinx Virtuosi the Sphinx Performance Academy um Sphinx Medals of Excellence and Exigence so if you were in any of those then you are eligible to apply for one of these grants and get some money um but they just named the the people who uh, are going to receive grants this year so congratulations to all of them and i actually picked out a couple of them just to highlight because they're doing um stuff that i wanted to talk about real quick but um (laughs) well i mean because otherwise that would have been where the story ended so all right so next intermission Oh, that's it? No, I'm just, I'm just saying. Like, that's the reason why. Like. I, that's the reason why I picked a couple because I'm like that would have ended at two minutes. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. But first, um, Clifton Boyd and Matthew Leslie Santana are um, using their grant for something called Diversifying Music Academia, Building the Coalition. It's a symposium that's devoted to um, diversity in music theory, musicology, and ethnomusicology. Um, So that's pretty cool, because I think that, especially when we talk about like diversity and, and, and inclusion and stuff in classical music, academia is often left out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so good for them for doing that. Also, Sam Thompson, our friend of the show, um, he received a, a grant to do research uh, for a scholarly edition of uh, Florence Price's first violin concerto. Come on, scholar, scholar. Wait a minute, I talked to Sam. Sam one of the people like I don't talk to often, but mm-hmm. I'll be on the phone with him for like an hour, hour and a half. <laughs> oh, I need to call him. Um, yeah, and then um, and the last one that I that I want to highlight was uh, Cameron Williams, um, the author of uh, Kinderlute, the uh, children's book. Um, that teaches kids how to care for their string instruments. Um, she received a grant to buy materials, tools, and to um, get luthier training for her business, Cam and I Strings, where she uh, repairs um, instruments. And she's also going to use some of the money um, to get her children's book translated into six languages. Period. Right. You love to see it. Right. Um, 
She yeah, so. a hilarious video on her Instagram. Really? It was like, you know, like the, you know what? I'm just going to play it. I'm just going to play it. But you know how that, you know that thing on TikTok? Uh, that thing was like, that guy, he was like, I'm bored in the house and I'm in the house bored. It's basically like been the anthem of quarantine. Mm-hmm. Um, let me find it real quick. Um, she like, pl- she, she superimposed that over her playing the prelude to the, bo- the first box weed. Mm-hmm. It's hilarious. Um I hope that sounded good because my thing is filled up the whole. We're gonna see how it sounds on the playback. <laughs> yeah, you always can cut it out, but because my thing, like, it filled. I ain't never see it look like somebody colored it. Not somebody <laughs> colored it. <laughs> anyway. Um. Yeah, and then, um, on the side of what people are doing to try to stay relevant, um, during this time. Um, in terms of like I know that we've we haven't really had like an episode on it yet but like how people are gonna have to like evolve after this or even even during this Mm -hmm. um the BBC proms has just released what they're um what they're gonna be doing so starting July 17th um they're gonna be broadcasting daily concerts from their archives um along with a weekly uh late night prom as well as a Monday lunchtime concert um that's going to be reoccurring those are also going to be from their archives this was um this next part was one of those instances where you're like reading a sentence and then at the end you're like really y'all um so and and we've had moments like this before on classically black so um they're also going to be creating new ways want to be another one of these they're creating new uh digital events um it says beginning with the commission and i was like okay period commission that's what the commission is of what it's of a mashup of beethoven's ninth symphony and what let it Trick daddy go let it go <laughs> what is it mashed up with trina no all no all of them mashed up with each other I just find that so funny because I'm like, man, they can they commission a new work, and it's like, yeah, is it technically a new work? Sure, but like, <laughs> is a tomato technically a tomato? Yes. Why do you? Oh my goodness! Well, um, that's Whoa. gonna that's gonna feature 350 of their musicians. Um, the BBC orchestras and their singers um, are going to be um, recording their videos and they're going to put them together as is their only choice. Um, but yeah, I just thought that that tickled me. I was like, wow, y'all really just. 
I read commission and was almost proud of y'all. We all know that people in in America and beyond, of course, we like to make it look like we're making progress. Mm -hmm. But that's a conversation for another day in another podcast. Um, Yeah, but they also said that they hope to resume in-person concerts to play more Beethoven probably um, in the last two weeks of their season. So those are the two weeks leading up to September 12th. Um, so that's very good right I mean I think they're actually not just shrugging at people dying over there so maybe they will be even though one of my favorite youtubers lives in London I think I told you this like lives in London and I was like I was watching her vlog a couple days ago and she didn't have a mask on I'm like Lydia where's your mask and no one in the comments was like, Lydia, where's your mask? So I'm like, are y'all not wearing masks over there? Like, especially like somewhere like London where it's like people and people and people. And I mean, she went to like some store and the other people had masks in there. So I'm like, hello. Mm. Mm. Well, maybe they ready. Can't relate. Unrelatable content. Right. See, the problem with us, we think we ready. Oh, that's it for me. <laughs> hmm. All right, so we gonna see how this animation goes, but uh, <laughs> we gonna play uh, this or that quarantine edition. It's a whole bunch of random stuff that um, was on my mind this week, so I just wrote it down. I'm um, just gonna ask you um, this or that. Okay, here we go. All these have I don't to do like with this this demeanor you got. What you mean? It seems like misleading. It's, it seems you said leading. It said misleading. Like it seemed all positive, but at the same time, knowing you. But you ain't know me. See. Talk about? All right, let's just get this over with. It's not bad. No. It's not. Okay. All these things have to do with 2020 in some way, which we know. How that's been going? Okay, toilet paper over or under? I don't understand that debate. I truly because don't care. One is really looks stupid. One really grinds my gears. What under? Like what the heck? <laughs> now that I think about it, but I honestly don't care. Like <laughs> I I hate to see it. I've I never ha- I've never ever understood why people argue about that. It's like it's you're tearing it off. Like, <laughs> but Delaney, it looks dumb like it also looks the dumb wo- who's sitting there on the toilet looking at their toilet paper also the lady like okay think about like also it's harder to control when it's under i could see that i and guess also, i, just I feel like you pay- have to what i just don't i don't know i just don't pay enough attention to the toilet paper i just use it like <laughs> so you when you put it on you don't think about which way you put it on you just put it on Mm-mm. so whatever way it come out just come out yeah i don't know what way of it coming out I maybe I instinctively put it a certain way and then I always put it that way just without thinking about it because I never notice if it is one way or the other. I honestly you never know I honestly couldn't you tell you which way it is in my bathroom right now. Really? I don't I know. notice immediately someone's toilet paper is under. I feel like you have to go out of your way to put it under. <laughs> at like at this point you're just trying. So maybe I instinctively put it over and that's why it's just weird to me. I mean, I'm just a little stressed. Okay, right, we see how our case stands. 
Oh, would you rather repeat 2020 forever or be abducted by aliens? Repeat 2020 forever. That, that is... That is... One of them is a huge mystery and risk. <laughs> Both of them are. I mean, yeah. I mean, I don't know what's going to happen. What's going to go down in the remainder of this year. Um, but yeah, I, I think I'll stay here. <laughs> I don't know. You don't? <laughs> I feel like... <laughs> I feel like... Stop, fix your face. If I aliens like- came in abducted, they just came in bust down your doors like you're coming with us to space <laughs> where there's no oxygen for you. Like... <laughs> they don't be figured that out. And for what? And if they go through all the trouble to get you a spacesuit and all that, then what you think... Why they want you so bad? What you think they're going to do to you? Something good? <laughs> I mean, go off, sis. Phone home. Okay. <laughs> I feel like I'm finna go with repeat twenty twenty forever, but also, yeah, I feel like I'm finna go. I'm gonna go with that. Yeah, I'm gonna go with that. Okay, because you know what's sad about twenty twenty? I was like, there was so much hope in the air, and then literally we didn't get it very far. Okay, would you rather live in prehistoric times or post? Apocalyptic. How is that? Apocalyptic. Yep. <laughs> Apocalyptic. Yeah, I, I could talk, y'all. How post? Like right after? Like I, I just lived through the apocalypse. Yeah. That's a, this is a hard one for me. I cannot. I, I think I would live after the apocalypse because at least. Like if I'm if I'm me, like at least I'm have something to go off of. I know like pretty much nothing about, you know, like what it takes to live in prehistoric <laughs> times. Like people not talking right, ain't no wheels happening. It's dinosaurs. Like it's a whole lot Rolling to learn. Around. Yeah, there's no like modern technology at all. Like I mean, but also same thing with post apocalyptic, right? I mean. I mean, kind, I guess, but, like, I assume that there's going to be, like, ruins. Like, at least there's yeah. stuff to go off of, you know? Yeah, I see what you're saying. At least there's people speaking. I don't know what they were talking talking about back then. I just feel like I would be a little apprehensive. First of all, I feel like, you know how, like, all them post-apocalyptic movies, it's like there's some type of antagonist, right? Like, First of all, no, I don't, because, you know, I don't watch stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's normally, like, like okay you remember i am legend did you ever watch i am legend no it's like there's some type of monster thing that's oh coming gosh. to eat you or like there's zombies roaming around i don't around. like this game <laughs> <laughs> or it's or it's like um what else and also it's, i'm a black person in america so well just another day right but like it's or if not, like people start like, okay, the girl who owned the city, what that book where like everybody over the age of like thirteen died. Remember I was telling you about that? Oh no, I was telling Jasmine. She was like, We're not reading that book. Katie. You were telling me about you were telling me about it and I was I was raising all kind of questions and you were like, Delaney, I don't know. <laughs> oh, you know, I was telling Jasmine, Jasmine didn't want to talk about it. Because we were trying to find a book to read in French, but we wanted to read like one that was like originally in English so we could like have something to go off of. And I was like, Oh, we should read the girl who owned the city. Like it's like 
it's like you know a lot of the time like lord of the flies yeah and like but i think what happens what i'll be afraid of is people people will start like forming gangs and stuff mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying and i feel like i might do prehistoric even though we're gonna be huh, huh, right when know, that like, tyrannosaurus rex get up get up on you but who knows could you I imagine might... seeing a dinosaur in person no no i cannot like <laughs> what were people doing <laughs> like no like they was just walking around and like Mm-mm. all right uh come on okay so you know we've been doing these versus things right mm-hmm. okay would you rather um not a versus yeah a versus would you see, rather see a versus between drake and tchaikovsky or the baby and brahms The baby and Brahms. Probably just I feel like the baby is I feel like it's just more fun. It would just be funny. Like that <laughs> that the, I don't even know. I know nothing of Brahms' actual personality. Um, like beyond that episode we did about him and the Schumanns and stuff, like but mm-hmm. I just the dynamic of the baby and this German man from <laughs> the late eighteen hundreds is hilarious. So. I would say Drake and Tchaikovsky just because I feel like I just feel like the way that they finna be they both so full of themselves that might be kind of entertaining to watch but the baby has better energy than Drake so yeah but I'm still, I think I'm gonna say Drake and Tchaikovsky okay last one so we all been recording stuff not the face drop <laughs> Would you rather have only one time to record, but when you do so, it's perfect with one major thing that went wrong or have unlimited times to record? I could describe major. Like you miss a shift, uh, forgot a key change, like right when it forgot happened. A key change, like, and I'm just playing in the wrong key for the remainder? Or no, just... like, okay, you know how it goes from, like, D to G? Mm-hmm. You play a C-sharp on accident, and then you keep going? Uh-huh. But it's like you shouldn't know how to read keys. You know what I'm saying? I'd rather uh, like, get that one time and, and make that one mistake because knowing me, I'm gonna if I have unlimited time to record. First of all, I'm gonna be tired after a while, and second of all, I'm gonna have more than one mistake, no matter how much time I have. Yeah, one of the things that a teacher said to me that I've not forgotten is like sometimes your your first take is the best take. And I, the better I've gotten, um, the 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 less true that has become. Like sometimes, if I if I come back to it, or if I keep trying, or or focus on the one thing that I that I screwed up, it, it gets better than the first one. But depending on what kind of day I have, the first take is indeed the best take. And depending on how much I care, because sometimes you just gotta start turning. Mm-hmm. All right, that's it. And we moving on or whatever. So y'all might have heard me mention a couple times my friend Nikki, how she trifling and stuff. So um, if you if you've been listening to the show for a, few, uh, a long time, you've heard of some names floating about. So we're here with Nikki today. So one thing we always say on Classically Black is that classical music is not freaking high art. It's just it's just art. You know what I'm saying? So we got a little we have a little experiment today. My friend Nikki is not a classical musician. She 
has played an instrument before, but like the best one. Don't get on here talking crazy, okay? You know what? You just got here. People don't know who you are. You know what I'm saying? That's one. So anyway, she right. played violin or whatever. <laughs> but like, it's not a classical musician. We're going to try to teach her a classical music concept using the music that she listens to, right? So today, we're going to be teaching Nikki the difference between classical music and romantic music based on the artist that she likes just to prove to the, the fact that like you don't have to have a classical music background to understand classical music i don't know how this is gonna go because it was a real cute idea listen <laughs> until we got into it so hopefully <laughs> now, now i'm the guinea pig so not the- <laughs> so i'm gonna be looking crazy we're, we're hoping y'all know we'd be having these fake series um we're hoping we could do this again <laughs> but if nikki out here we embarrass ourselves it will not even be nikki's fault if Delaney and i embarrass yeah, ourselves the time let them know it's not whose fault okay <laughs> if delaney and i embarrass ourselves this won't be a series this is gonna be what it's gonna be okay so let's get to know nikki a little bit all right you know i don't even have the freaking dock up <laughs> <laughs> it's a little ghetto over here you know what I'm saying okay Nikki so why don't you introduce yourself tell us who you are tell us who you be doing tell us about your tell us about your <laughs> you know what I'm saying okay I'm Nikki um I am I used to play violin the best instrument um <laughs> we, we asked about that JJJ um the best instrument does she know those other instruments here she go. Delaney, can you quiet your friend, please? <laughs> it's my time. It's my time. Girl. So I used to play the violin, but I don't play it anymore because that was a lot of work. And I salute y'all musicians for working hard because ain't nobody got time. Um, I, I don't got time either. You said what? I said I don't got time either. <laughs> I am in a master of social work program at University of Illinois at Chicago. And Katie does the most as per usual. We've been friends for like Delaney's also. Delaney's minding her business, like so like that. Okay. Katie and I have been friends for like eleven years. <laughs> Bobby Q. Yeah. And we're cousins actually, low-key by marriage. So she gonna get on my nerves forever. Um, fortunately, some of y'all can get rid of her. I can't. All right. So, how did we get from your bio to this? Like, stay on track. And you know, Delaney cools, and I like Delaney, so I don't got no problems over there. We good over here. So that's can it. Can we stay on track? How do you go from masses of social work to foolishness? That's all I have. What you? What else you want to know? I got a dog named Brownie. What? What else? <laughs> what else you want to know? Okay. Anyway, so what's your favorite music? <laughs> Okay, um, so I listen to a lot of different kinds of music. I don't really have a favorite, a whole bunch of favorites. I like Drake, I like Janae Aiko, I like SZA, I like, I like a lot of people. Um, I like Walton, because Katie be, <laughs> be playing Walton all the time. <laughs> but, not, not coming on here and get some clout. Hey, Shami. <laughs> But yeah, let's do a variety of stuff. 
Right. You know, <laughs> what do the next one? We'll see. Now we'll see. Um. All right. So, can you tell us? I mean, we kind of already touched touch on this, but like, can you tell us like what your relationship is to classical music and like what your attitude towards classical music is? Like, what do you think of it in general? I wouldn't call it a relationship. <laughs> Dang, me too. I wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> me too. Yeah, I wouldn't call it a relationship. I think it's an abuse relationship with me. I, I, I wouldn't call it that either, but I wouldn't call it a relationship. Um, I know a lot. Of, I only know stuff about classical music because Katie is trifling. So I basically don't know anything because she'd be telling me a lot of stuff that like I probably shouldn't hear because she'd be venting about Walton and all type of people that don't, <laughs> that aren't alive. But um, I was talking about what's called today, scores and parts today. I didn't hear that. You did? Because you told me you didn't know what that meant. See? <laughs> it may. <laughs> so... That's about all I know. You know, I, I listen to some um, some stuff here and there. Like when I'm studying, I listen to some classical music, but I don't like pay attention to it. You know, Mr. A triggered me a little bit. So well, I'm an orchestra teacher, our orchestra teacher. I love him though, but he triggered me a little bit. So that's my relation. Non, I wouldn't call it that. So that's my thing with classical music. <laughs> not my thing. <laughs> not my thing. That's the thing. That's what it is. It's not a relationship. Well, you just not open to it because the like, I would never forget freaking Danielle. <laughs> You're like, what do you think of when you think of classical music? You said nothing. <laughs> like crickets? <laughs> like <laughs> that's my sister. Who'd you like? That was freaking hilarious. I was like, Did this go blank? Right. She real. <laughs> At least it wasn't my grandma, because my grandma would have been. Could you imagine Gloria? Impossible. We need to do an episode with your grandma and my grandma. My grandma, but my grandma will be my grandma will act right, and that's that's not the the content we need. We need her <laughs> yeah, at her prime. Gloria in her prime. We need her in her prime. And my grandma might <laughs> 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 acting right not even her arsenal no more. <laughs> Like, when I talk about no filters, like, take that and then, like, a step further. <laughs> I feel like Gloria's not there yet. That's not like me. Yeah, yeah. And you. Don't try me. Come on. Not on, not on live. Come on. Cut it out. We're not live. We, we gonna be. <laughs> okay. Let's get into the get into. So, I asked Delaney which time period she wanted to do. You know, trying to be nice, you know what I'm saying? Trying to be like, you know, Delaney, which one you finna pick? What you say? I said, Delaney, did you do me dirty? No. No. I did Katie dirty. She did, she did me dirty. I was like, which time period do you want to pick? And she was like, oh, I'll be romantic. Romantic is easier. You don't, we don't get it, so we're going to learn about it. Okay, so basically, what you're going to learn today, like I said, is the difference between classical and romantic music. So music is broken up into time periods, just like history, right? So we have the four main ones in the middle. So we have like Baroque classical um romantic and then like contemporary i guess like post neoclassicism whatever what are you gonna call it right there's other stuff on the outside like you have like contemporary music which is the stuff that people be doing when they be banging on pots and fans and stuff like that like from like 1960 to now 
and then you have like you have like um dang i'm planking come on eastman don't fail me now before baroque what's that called the uh medieval medieval and then wait before that i mean after that there's something in between medieval and we have to blind leading the blind because how we gonna teach her we all know but anyway there's stuff on the i was talking about today so <laughs> <laughs> i don't even know why you bring, why you bring that up whatever the point is that that music is divided into time periods just like history each one having a very distinct sound okay so we're going to focus on the two on two of the little middle ones classical and romantic okay so i'm gonna teach you about classical music let's get into the get into the okay um <laughs> so just to give you a, a, a context classical music happened between 1750 and 1810 right Okay, so when we're talking about classical music, we're thinking Mozart. Like, Mozart is a classical era um, musician. We're also talking about Stamitz. Um, we're talking about Haydn. We're talking about a little bit of Beethoven, like a, a little bit of Beethoven. And then we're also talking about Chevalier de Saint-Georges, right? So he was a Black composer that people just started talking about because, you know, they'd be asking people, Black people weren't around, okay? Um, I'm going to play you a little bit. So this is like, this is the only classical music. Oh, I forgot to tell you, though. So at the end of this, Nikki has to take a test. <laughs> so she, she has to be able to differentiate between classical and romantic music. Okay. Test. Huh? Is there a pretest? Yep. Here we go right now. So I'm gonna play you some some snippets. The first one um, you might be a little little bit familiar with because it's a Shamus Viola Concerto. <laughs> ahead a little bit because I'm going to show you what makes the viola concerto is the viola. <laughs> symphonies to come out of the classical era mozart 35 mozart was in his bag <laughs> in, in that in that symphony okay here's mozart 35 first movement this is hoffner symphony so sometimes composers was like name they they could uh symphony little stuff so yeah okay You thought I was supposed to learn something the whole time you bobbing the weaving? <laughs> That's very, very true. 
my bad. I'm sorry. I tried to wait too hard for that. Okay, so our major takeaways, <laughs> excuse me, from the classical era is in, in comparison to the era that came before it, which is Baroque, is we have we more we have more variety right right now. So one of the things that about the Baroque era that made it kind of like boring is the fact it's not boring because shout out to Bach, but it's like it, it wasn't a whole bunch of variety. It was like they did this thing called terrace dynamics, like you know, like a terrace. It will be like soft, and then all of a sudden it's loud. It was no, it was like what zero to a hundred, if you will. It was very much that kind of stuff. Um, so the classical era brought more variety. We got stuff like the crescendo, the day crescendo, and the sforzato, or a, a mega accent. Period. Instead of period. <laughs> She's yelling at. Um, it also gave us um, an importance and an emphasis on instrumental music, right? So this is where we got the sonata. You ever heard me talk about Brahms when I was playing Brahms? A sonata, which is like chamber music, me and a piano, okay? We also got the development of the symphony. We got the, um, the trio, the string quartet, the concerto, like I played the, the, the Shaman's Viola concerto. And then we also got sonata allegro form, which won't be your episode, but that's something I definitely want to do. It's just how we organize symphonies. A lot of symphonies are organized in this way. This style of organizing, how, how one might organize a symphony, a movement, was developed in a classical era. Okay, boom. So let's get into it. The main thing that makes classical music distinctive is the fact that of, of the style. It's very light and airy. I mean, that wasn't really a great example when I, I, I just had to play Mozart 35. Like that's just, that was, that's gonna have a period, okay? But classical music is very light um, and airy. Um, it has a clear texture because the thing with the Baroque people, like the people before like 1600s or whatever, they let it put a whole bunch of stuff. It would be like 73 layers of stuff just so they could be like, and you gonna go and you gonna and you gonna like, it was like all this stuff just piled on top of each other. So the classical era kind of takes away all of that. We like, we want simple stuff. We want melody and harmony, a little bit of middle. You know what I'm saying? Um, so that's one thing to definitely look out to. I'm just gonna throw this term out called style galant, um, which is something that's indicative to the classical mu movement. And it's basically like an emphasis on elegance. Like, you know what I'm saying? Pinkies up type junk. Like that's why when you watch like, if you were watching a movie on Mozart or something like that, like, you know, they, they in their little posh clothes, you know what I'm saying? They, they little tea parties, they dinner parties, they chamber parties, you know what I'm saying? Like, this idea of elegance is really something that comes through in the classical era and something that you should listen for when you're taking your little test. Cool. Okay, so I got four musical examples for you that I'm going to try to drive this home based on what you like. Okay, here's how I get nervous. Okay, the first one... First one, I'm gonna move you over. You said what? Delaney, I'm praying. <laughs> I'm praying for us too. Right. Okay, so the first piece, the first, I said peace. The first song is Nonstop by Drake. In this song, I find Drake's texture is pretty light because Drake can mill who be yelling, but his texture is light. There's also not a lot of bass in Nonstop, which I think fits really nicely in, if we're talking about classical um, classical music because classical music can have a tendency to be thin, if you will, okay? Um, so here's Nonstop by Drake. Also, just like the Garrett episode, this is grown people music. So there's gonna be some explicit language. So put your kids away. 
Okay. Okay, so there's like a continuous like that's all it is. And he has some bottom stuff playing up on that classical style. That also I want to let the, let the listeners know this was very difficult to do. This was very hard. Okay. If reaching was an episode, it would be this. <laughs> okay. Fail it'll be even harder. You said what? I said if I fail, it'll be even harder. <laughs> I feel like the more, like, it's going to be easier, like, the way we explain it is going to make the quiz easier yeah. than the actual, like, examples. Mm-hmm. Like, if keeping in mind what we actually say is, like, I feel like you, you're going to be fine. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, the next thing is this artist called Zed. I don't really know. I've seen his name around, but I don't really know. But he did a song with Kehlani called Good Thing. Okay, the thing that stood out to me about this song is if I think about a Haydn symphony, a lot of Haydn symphonies have like just, you remember the whole note is? Do you remember that? Four beats? <laughs> okay, not the blank stare. Okay, so. <laughs> Look. <laughs> okay, so in, her, in his, her song, in his song with Kehlani, called good thing have you heard the song before no okay so it's the open of it is like straight up this sounds like a mozart symphony like just eight notes like he ain't nothing more ain't nothing less okay so take a listen I mean, triples, whatever. I book myself tables at all the best restaurants they need alone. I buy myself class cars just so I can drive them real fucking slow. I like my own company. Okay, and make it a little bit more complicated, but it's really just like a little bit of bottom and then like the middle is just chugging along. Okay, very classical. Okay, my third one. Not the green. Okay, so the leader of the pack, future, of a certain type of Third group pack. of people. You know what? Let's talk, shout out the future who's going to single handedly save the world population problem. Um, <laughs> is that a good thing? Single handed. You know what? Let me not go there. Right. Yeah. Let's not do that. <laughs> Okay, so Drake has a, fu- a future. Drake has a future. Okay. Drake has a song with future called Life is Good. Okay, so hear me out. Classical music is a lot about classical, the era, they, they do a lot of contrast, right? They love playing with, like, the idea of, like, something that's completely different all of a sudden. We see this in Beethoven's Symphony number one. My dude, we don't even know what key we in, Nikki, till we get to, like, a minute and a half through like he, he Beethoven is a scammer but they love this idea a lot of pieces will start off slow like a they love a, a grand adagio opening and then all of a sudden like it hits you in the face with the nose this is exactly what life is good okay this song is exactly what it is okay 
Perfect example. Working on a weekend like usual. Way off in the deep end like usual. Niggas swear they passed us, they doing too much. Haven't done my taxes, I'm too turned up. Virgil got a paddock on my wrist going nuts. Niggas caught me slipping once, okay, so what? Someone hit the block up, I tell you who's us. Man, a house in Rosewood, this shit too plush. Say my days a number. I can never tell a shit, it is what it is. Said what I had to and did what I did. Never turn my back on FBG, God forbid. Virgil got a paddock on my wrist, doing front flips. Giving you my number, but don't hit me on no gun shit. Working on a weekend like usual. Way off in the deep end like usual. Niggas swear they passed us, they doing too much. Haven't done my taxes, I'm too turned up. I just got a paddock on my wrist going nuts. Niggas caught me slipping once, okay, so what? Someone hit your block up, I tell you if it was us. Man, a house in Rosewood, this shit too plush. It's cool, man. Got red bottoms on. Life is good. I mean, if you change a couple things around, we really have the magic flute overture. Okay? Now, <laughs> last one. Drake is known for complexity. You know what I'm saying? I feel like Drake is known for complexity. We talking about, you know, we could see that in his song little baby you know it's like the dad's a digi schedule is busy my head in the hoodie my shorty a goodie my cousins are crazy my cousins like boogie life is amazing it is what it should be been here for 10 and then my dude drops tootsie slide okay and this is exactly like if you think about what drake normally does and then he drops tootsie slide it's like that 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 simplicity where like we see none of drake's you know, lyricism. None of his. I'm like, he's like, we in the house. <laughs> he's like, we in the house. I need the girls. I need something to go tick crazy on TikTok. So he's slide, right? So we see all of the complexity of Drake's music kind of dwindle down. And I'm not saying I'm not. That's not to say that classical music era is lacks complexity or um, is watered down. However, I will say that um this is a great example of like the idea of this just melody and harmony thinner texture in comparison to the eras that surround it romantic on one side broke on another okay last one black leather glove no secret buckles on the jacket it's elite shit Nike crossbody got a piece in Got a dance, but it's really on some street shit. I'ma show you how to get it. It go right foot up, left foot slide, left foot up, right foot slide. Basically, I'm saying either way we bout to slide. Hey, can't let this one slide. Hey. Don't you wanna dance with me? No, I could dance like Michael Jackson. Okay, the classical era. Classical era. You did such a good job. How you doing? You said what? I said you did such a good job wondering why too. Absolutely not. <laughs> I could I could I could send you my, yeah. my notes. Mm. Listen, this is difficult. Okay, so I'm hoping that 
Okay, first of all, let me preface it with this. A lot of the, <laughs> not the, not the <laughs> disclaimer. I'm like, a lot of the artists I found didn't have like the like I don't know like a lot of them use textures I guess and like a lot of the characteristics of their music lent themselves more to classical than romantic in my opinion but I'm hoping that the contrast will make the difference clear like the contrast between Katie's picks and my picks okay so I'm talking about the romantic era um there's a little bit of gray area in terms of like where there's a sort of a transition period and that's from like Mm -hmm. um the 1800s to 1820 is where it's kind of like classical and romantic are kind of mixing up and people are are transitioning to romantic so romantic is around you know um 1800 to 1910. Um, you see you see how i said 1810 like people really just don't know yeah and um and like Katie said, um, some of the some of the composers that were um, popular at the end of the classical era were popular also in the Romantic era because they were part of that transition. So first person you would think of um, is Beethoven. Beethoven is right at the cusp of both of those, and you can hear that in his work if you listen to Beethoven one versus Beethoven nine, completely mm-hmm. different. Mm-hmm. Like you can hear, you know, when you hear early Beethoven, and then you hear Beethoven after he realized, oh shoot, I'm Beethoven. Like, period. Um, so. <laughs> Um, Beethoven is uh, an example of sort of early romantic and so is Schubert. Um, so he's um, another composer, right, that we love over here. Um, do we do <laughs> That um, he, he was sort of at the beginning of the era and sort of he encompassed some of the things that were coming from the classical era, but being innovative and ushering people into the romantic era. And then on the other side, um, on the other end of the romantic era, you have composers like Dvorak, who was composing in the late 1800s to early 1900s. Um, and Samuel Coleridge Taylor, who is a Black composer, um, who was also a late romantic. So I'm gonna play, I prepared two short clips, very, very short clips of, um, of some romantic era pieces. The first one is gonna be Beethoven. Um, um, Beethoven seven. Um, yeah, so one of the things, I'm gonna tell you what to look at, to listen for. It's not the second movement though. But one thing, I'm gonna tell you a couple things to listen for um, before I play it though. I'm gonna tell you like what is the difference and what we took away from um, the romantic era. So, I mean, a big thing, you're not gonna be able to hear this unless you know I mean, and also you're not going to be able to hear it in the pics, but like one big thing that you can't really hear unless you know like folk songs from Europe is like a big thing that came out of the Romantic era is nationalism in music. Like a a lot of people um, like Tchaikovsky um, and Brahms popularized taking like folk songs um, from their country and then implementing it in their music. Somehow when Black people did it, it wasn't the same, Um, but whatever. Um, not today, not today. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, but another thing that rom- that the Romantic era does, it sort of builds off of uh, the classical era. So like how Katie was saying, a lot of the classical era is like thin textures, very like bare, a lot of like harmony, and then like everybody else, I mean, sorry, not help, harmony, melody, and then like everybody else. Um, is a harmony um, and like a little bit of the middle. Um, the romantic era basically was just like everything we do, we're gonna do it bigger and better. 
Um, so physically, <laughs> <laughs> physically, the orchestra expanded. Yeah, in the romantic say that. Right. That's one of the that's one of the biggest things that happened in the romantic era. Um, instruments were added in the brass section. So like before, um, it was just gonna be like two like two little trumpets and like a lot of the technology of instruments like they they evolved. So like they started. Um, uh, using different types of instruments, like the low brass instruments that were that were not there in the classical era, like tuba, the trombone, bass trombone, that sort of thing, um, was added to the added to the orchestra. So you'll see, like if you're playing a lot of classical pieces, like Mozart symphonies, they don't have tuba parts because the tuba was not a thing then. Um, so keep that in mind, right? Keep that in mind. If you can, if you hear that's gonna help you, sis. Trying to help you out. If you hear some. Boom, boom, boom on the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's you. That that's a, that's a hint. Um, also, they started using more like um, more like diverse uh, percussion instruments. So you go in here and like weird like weirder sounds. I guess like then that's just using the symphony no more. Like like big thing in eighteen twelve overture. Tchaikovsky uses a cannon. Why? Because he's extra. But like, <laughs> um, and also they started adding more auxiliary instruments, which are instruments that are not usually there, but they're like sort of an extension. Like, so if you play clarinet normally, someone might write something that requires you to play bass clarinet, which is not something that's in every symphony, but they just, they call you in if they need it. Um, and then also the string section expanded. So instead of having like three rows of violins, now you might have seven, you know? Um, so just the sound is much bigger, the texture is thicker, um, the sound of the music is um, more like, it's not just one melody on top of everybody else, there's a lot of like trade-off and um, um, there's just a lot, you're going to hear a lot more happening at one time. Um, there's also uh, like different rhythms, like you're just going to hear it's it's a lot happening. So the first clip I'm gonna play is from Beethoven seven in sand. Period. as you can see like there's in his bag right um and there's also like um like katie was talking about the dynamic contrast there's even there's just even more of that so it's like everything they was doing they was just like we we're we gonna do some more of it um and then the second musical example i have is from dvorak one of the people that i mentioned before um and he's even later than beethoven so this is showing you a little bit of like earlier romantic era and then like, or early to middle, um, and then late. Um, and this is from Dvorak 9. Um, and this is gonna show you like, a little bit of like the transition, like just to not be fooled by, sometimes it can be a little light and then they gonna, they gonna bring the guns eventually.
bags um and part of the reason why i picked that one also is so that you can hear that that big big like yeah. point when that's, that's right that, that low grass oh, comes in <laughs> like and you hear that all that i mean if you especially if you were here like in person it's like it's mm-hmm. really really brassy um all right so we're gonna get into my picks um from popular music um yeah so i'm gonna play the my first pick and then i'm gonna talk about like why i picked it so my first pick is uh janae aiko um featuring ty dollar sign i think the part that i'm playing is only her singing um but yes it's a song called party for me i was hoping it was her music i don't know i've never heard of janae aiko's song before that doesn't surprise me but also she's she's really good i think delaney needs a quiz next <laughs> <laughs> that is like the most vile thing i've heard in a really okay, okay. <laughs> that's like a trump supporter for me so okay okay part of mine like mm, right now you'll be mad I tell you, i've never heard a scissor song either until today <laughs> okay scissors Okay, wait, actually, Janae is not like main, 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 mainstream. I know who she is, but Cause I feel you can't. You, you sometimes you don't. You wouldn't run into Janae Aiko if you don't listen to her. her if you don't listen to that genre, you wouldn't just run into her. <laughs> why am I on here? Like, why did y'all? <laughs> <laughs> I'm supposed to have a quiz on this, but but Delaney don't even know who my artists are. Like, what? We... I'm lost. <laughs> Um, ah, not not with the whisper. Here we go. Girl. So, part of the reason why I chose that is a couple of reasons. Um, one is because there's a lot of like layering in the beats. Like, there's a lot of if you listen individually, like there's a lot of um, I think there's about three different beats going on. And then also she comes in and out harmonizing with herself too. Like on a couple of notes, she'll come in and harmonize a little bit. Um, and also not even just harmonizing, but she'll do like little riffs in between. And that's kind of um, indicative of like in romantic music that there was more going on, like melodies were not just given to one instrument or like one section at once. Like they're kind of like trading off and there's like counter melodies. So like they, someone's doing the main, like like someone has the main voice, which was her singing. And then she she was the counter melody for herself coming in and, and doing like riffs, but in an orchestra that might be first and second violins got the melody and all of a sudden like there's a little oboe doing a call and response with them. Um, my next pick um, is SZA 
um, Broken Clocks, and it kind of has the same concept going on. Listen, the same concept going on, she does a lot of um, uh, call and response with herself and, um, yeah, like a lot of uh, trading back and forth. Um, but the texture is still pretty light, which can happen in, in romantic music, so that's kind of why, why I picked this one. So that's um, also why that was a little bit less than the Janae, than the Janae Aiko um, example, but it still kind of shows like that that dynamic. So Drake was also very very hard for me. I know who Drake is. <laughs> I listen to Drake. <laughs> like, I was about to be really concerned for your well being. <laughs> I was about to really have to just log off. <laughs> not log off. Not 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 finish. Yeah, you um, automatically fail the test. <laughs> okay, <laughs> but Drake. I feel like Drake. He's not really a rapper that like does too much with the beat. Like he really only ha- like he doesn't have like a lot of like a thick texture going on beneath him, which is one of the I think one of the most like stark differences between or the most immediately recognizable differences between the two eras. Um, so I did have to go back um, really, really early to to uh, you know old Drake. Um, so I picked Forever, a song that most people don't know. I picked it um, because there's a lot of like rhythmic variation um, in the beat, like it goes kind of back and forth. And then also um, he plays with dynamics a little bit, which Katie has talked about in previous episodes that rappers don't do a lot, but like dynamics going from loud to soft and the and everything in between. I'm just mad at Nikki's face. Like, when you said rhythmic variation, I'm just annoyed by that. I don't even know what my face did, so I'm gonna have to rewatch it because I, look, I'm just here. It was like, I didn't like that. Like, she was like, you went too far. She was like, you know what, I was following, and then you said rhythmic variation. Listen, like Katie said, the reaching was episode. <laughs> the re- this episode is a reaching. thing is, listen, all viewers, if I fail this exam, it wasn't me. <laughs> You like to listen to SZA. I hope you learned a lesson because you was bopping in her song. So I hope you learned your lesson and you're going to start today. (laughs) I saw you bopping. Okay. Okay. But also, something happened to SZA, right? She can't make music no more, right? She can make music. She had like something wrong with her voice, but she's fine now. Is she fine now? Delaney wouldn't know, but. All right. (laughs) 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 Not Delaney wouldn't know. Don't don't talk about this on her own podcast. Why you just sat there looking like, well, <laughs> what happened to this? <laughs> Not on her own podcast. Come play the thing. Yeah, I'm, sorry. Right I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm gonna calm down. All right, here go forever. I 
But that's what I meant by rhythmic variation. Like it, it was like like that bum bum bum, and then it started going like you know, he you know he's switching it up. Um, and then last one, I'm taking notes, y'all. Just so you know. <laughs> that's why I keep looking down. I don't want it to look like I'm being distracted. Look on my notes. I, I'm, I'm my freaking notes. Come on, music history class. Period. Period. Um, we got a scholar. That's why she got her Evans look. <laughs> Um, and then last but not least, in my richest of riches. Okay. Um, <laughs> you know this artist, Delaney? Yes, it's also Drake. Um, and I picked it for, for similar reasons. Um, also because for similar reasons as like all of them in terms of like the layering of the texture. Like um, I just tried to find Drake songs that had like the most going on. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I picked. So I picked. Um, nice for what? I know some Drake song that people know, but like it starts off, well, you know, in the beginning, it's just a couple things going on, and then he's kind of like this has to be to it. I want to know who motherfucking representing it here tonight. this off why because i sure would uh, like right now <laughs> but another thing that um about nice for what that that reminded me of the romantic era not just well not just the that era but classical music in general was like him sampling lauren hill in the beginning or her song in the beginning um it reminds me of like classical music they do that a lot like every mm-hmm. like how romantic music kind of built on classical music um a lot of people are taken from what people did before them so like one huge romantic composer that I didn't mention was Brahms. And like Brahms has a piece called Variations on a Thing by Haydn. And Haydn is a composer that Katie talked about. So Haydn was a classical composer. And then Brahms was like, okay, I'm gonna take a thing that he did and I'm gonna put my own stuff mm-hmm. on it um, and just make impossible variations on it. Okay. <laughs> What'd you say? I said it made it impossible to play. Yeah, that's something that they did in the, in the romantic era, just, you know, being extra. They should have left it in the classical era. You see how people just be touching stuff. <laughs> okay, but sometimes it sounds good. You was just jamming a nice for what? So. Okay, then. Anyway. All right, so here's time for the moment of truth, Nikki. Just do your best. Um, yeah, so let's keep track. So there's, there's four things. How many? Wait, hold on. Okay, there's four questions? Four, four songs? There are four songs, four pieces. <laughs> wait, oh, these are, oh, these are actual pieces. Like, like classical music. That you <laughs> or, or romantic. Or romantic. Or romantic. There's four of them, but they could, they could all be classical. They could all be romantic. Three of, <laughs> three of them could be. How would you do that? I'm just saying it could be anything. 
So just keep track. You have your notes app open. You got your little note, notes. It's open. Oh, any nap notes on the classical era? So it, I didn't think of it. I didn't think of it until after. I was like, let me just take some notes. You know what I'm saying? So I have faith as well. You can have all the faith you want. <laughs> anyway, um, so let's keep track one, two, three. But just know that, like, just go with your dick. Okay, Wait, I need to keep track one, two, three. Yeah, one, two, three, and four. Like, you're gonna write like. Oh, I'm not answering after I after the song plays. I'm like doing the whole thing. Right. Okay. Okay. Here's number one. That's something that will make me tight in the first <laughs> rehearsal. Okay. I'll be like, why? Okay. All right. Next one. face for that one <laughs> that's what your face ought to be for that one okay because number two, just know number two uh is a little sketchy <laughs> that's what we want people to think that's what we want everyone to know <laughs> okay here's number three wait can we talk about why he was yelling at us though <laughs> <laughs> I'm not happy with that. Okay, go ahead. I'm not happy with that. I love you, Nikki. But you know, I gotta, I gotta mix it up a little bit. I can't. We can't just give you the answers. Yeah, is my answer for that one too. <laughs> but I do love you, Bon. Yeah. All okay. Right. 
Not Delaney's face. You make me feel so after, bad. Look, after a classically black uh, is over and we get off this call, I'm going to call Katie and we're going to have some words, y'all. Delaney, you might want to get a part of this phone call, too. <laughs> <laughs> I got plans after the little person. Y'all going to catch these hands. <laughs> <laughs> Six feet apart. All right. <laughs> um, all right, grand finale. Last but not least. Number two, one more again, and I probably get it wrong anyway, but that's how I am. Okay, not pencils down, Delaney. <laughs> Betty, Betty, okay, <laughs> okay, we don't do uh, number two, one more, one more again. I'm probably still gonna get it wrong, so it's okay, y'all don't have to redo it. <laughs> Wait, is that the one where he was yelling at me? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's okay, I want to hear that again. Okay. <laughs> That might give me PTSD. <laughs> but she, she takes somebody talking about, call her, give me out of this. Right. Right. See? <laughs> wow. Perfect timing. Guys, I got to go. Sorry, I got to call people. <laughs> All right. Moment of truth. Or false. Nikki. You just gonna say, wait, I have to remember order. What is what text me order doing? I feel like I have it. Text you the order, you said? Yeah. Mm-mm-mm. Oh, wait, I know. Oh, okay. Right? It go right foot up. <laughs> <laughs> that call was perfect timing. I should have just taken it. Cause y'all making me back. Okay. Let me ask you to send it in the in the group with me for all of us. <laughs> <laughs> literally clicked on the chat waiting for them to come in. All right, Nikki. Just gonna say go like one, two, three, four. Which one? How about I just do one and then you tell me if it's right and I'll just do because I don't want to like go fast and then you be like, no, you know. Okay. Okay. Actually, maybe the other way would have been better. <laughs> okay. First one, I put romantic. Period. Okay. Oh okay. Why did y'all do that? <laughs> <laughs> I put a big pause like it was wrong. <laughs> okay, petties. Um, two, he was yelling at me, but I put classical. Okay. Period. 
okay, so I'm doing good, which means it's gonna, I'm about so to that play. symphony is his surprise symphony. He literally wrote that symphony because people were falling asleep at his concert. It was his symphony. Hayden's he's Hayden's symphony number ninety four. So he bum, bum, dum, 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 dum. don't start barking at me, please. <laughs> Were you trying to trick me? Bam! <laughs> no, that was actually that was that was my nice one. That was clearly classical. Clearly, it was so thin. Okay, so she said that was my nice one, which means I failed because ain't no more classical in my answer. Both the other ones is romantic. So, okay, so <laughs> when okay. Which one? What's wrong? You only got one wrong. Which okay? When I when I play, is the third one classical? Yeah. Okay. Listen, I need. I said you wrong for that. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I'm saying. Like it was to you all per puss. (laughs) No, because the lady said, "Play that back. Play the third one back." (laughs) When we were planning the episode, the lady said we should pick something that's a little, you know, so. Meanwhile, all the ladies are nice. Actually, no, because you your fourth one had me second guessing myself. Was the most obvious. The fourth one? The first the first one was obvious. The fourth one was more obvious. It was all they was just nanny, nanny, nanny. Yeah, that call and response did yeah. it did help that the the winds in the in the stream. Thank you, Delaney, for being a good person and really trying to help people understand. <laughs> okay, but in my defense, ah, 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 the difference between classical music and romantic era because Katie wasn't trying to help me. She was trying to hurt me. I literally gave you the killer classical. Viewers, I you gave you the killer classical. Okay. What is the problem? <laughs> and you watch this, no, she played me. I don't know. First Blaine, of all, Lenny said you were being petty, so. You. I did not play you. I gave you what you, I gave you what you needed. First of all, secondly, needed. I literally, here's hiding. Like, there's no more and then I picked one of Mozart's early symphonies. Like one of his early one. That was his 20, I'll play it again. His 25th symphony. You know what I'm saying? Like I was like, you know, let me pick some, let me pick some early Mozart. Let me pick some early Mozart because I think Mozart 40, baby, you would have been lost. Listen, you know, but you know Mozart. what? We were, we were real nice because I was like, imagine if we didn't just do orchestral. Right. And I thought about that too. But I was like, that's too, that's too much. Cause we do a string quartet, you gonna automatically think it's yeah. <laughs> like, unless it's like, like freaking like a Dapniani yeah. string quartet. Okay, here's it again. <laughs> the first time it's happened the whole time. texture here so yes the syncopation is kind of like but if you listen on the inside if you listen on the inside yeah I was like you wrong for that like, you see what I'm saying like if you listen on the inside like I'm a whole musician like that the my my violin is somewhere lost I don't know where it is. You borrowed it years ago and gave it back, and I don't know where it went. So you can't. I can't listen on the inside. I will forever be outside. Not. 
like, what? It looks it on the inside. It wasn't that. It wasn't that mean. Because I mean, we talked about the whole note thing. We talked about all that joint. So I, was, I was supposed to count whole notes in my head. <laughs> Lenny, see? The lady knows you're being petty and you just can't accept it. Because the little part, like, you know what, like you know what call we had earlier, you being petty, you just can't accept it. I just accept that. I didn't okay, you know, you know the problem with Delaney is Delaney, we, we had an agreement. We said that we was going to pick one little piece that was, and Delaney ain't do that. <laughs> I thought I did because, because I mean, in comparison, Schubert. yeah, the Schubert, and because I picked early classical and then later classical, like the Schubert is from like around the 1840s, like early yeah. 1840s, and the Istanbul Crochet is like early 1900s. I just want y'all to know that ain't nobody that's not in classical music listening on the inside. Just, <laughs> just okay. Future reference in your future candidates for these games. You know what I'm saying? Nobody's listening on the inside. They might listen upon the outside. Okay, but listen here, Goody. <laughs> I was trying to mix it up so you can learn something. You understand me? Like you, you feel learn. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Wow, we just took it there. Okay, cool. <laughs> but. Thank you, Nikki. This was fun. What you think? What you- Lainey, I appreciate you being um <laughs> Katie, I love you regardless, but you really you just you tried me. I didn't try you that hard. But listen, three out of four, that's good. That's real, real good. Five percent, y'all. I'm not no I'm not no C student. Okay. <laughs> I'm not a C student. So I I want to redo in the future. <laughs> All right, we can we can do a, a, a 10 question. Oh, that's a lot. Let's do like <laughs> eight. Let's do eight. Let's do eight. Maybe seven. But I'm proud of you. Like, you, um, like, no, for real. Like, actually, like, actually proud. I'll, I'll be proud of me, too, if you tried to fail me, you know, but. And nobody tried to fail you. Lady didn't, so I can just, you know, I can sleep well tonight with that. Girl, my bad. The, the little, the little syncopation was a little bit much. Mm-hmm. He was, the song was barking, I feel like, so that's why <laughs> I, like, I feel like that's the difference between the two of them. One is like, yeah, you know. Pepper, you know, blah, blah. another one is like, I told you, <laughs> like, that's the difference. That's all you had to say. All the extra history, you know, that all you had to say was one is like, it's like how people parent. See, that's all you have to do. Right, but we, at Classically Black, we have to balance, we have to balance, like, you know, background with Ratchet or people will just think we don't know what we talking We gotta, we gotta put a little something in for the girls. I feel <laughs> we can't, we can't just be on here acting You do that anyway. Okay. So anyway, you ready to move on, Delaney? <laughs> wow. Well, thanks for having me. Thank you, Nikki. Thank you, Nikki. All right, y'all. It's time for Black Excellence, where we hype you up, gas you up, and give you your props because there's room for everyone at the top. Who are you talking about, Delaney? All right. So this week, Black Excellence um, came to us as a suggestion. Side note: Send in a Black Excellence suggestion if you have one um so this week i'm talking about michael dermani i hope i'm saying his last name right um he's a pianist um whose experience spans many different genres um including classical jazz electronic hip-hop and he even djs so it's nice to see you know people do multiple things because i am what one would call a one-trick pony um and this is one this is somebody who's by a like Ever since it's all red, he was doing something different. And I'm like, yo. <laughs> like, like, what a concept. Right. So I was like, I read about that. I read, okay, he a pianist. All right, period. Okay, you play a whole bunch of different genres. All right, period. And then it's talking about you know, he debuted as a conductor with the Carolina Chamber Symphony in 2008. 
And since then, he's played um, various piano concerti while conducting from the piano bench. Um, you know, fancy people do that. And then um, right. um, he's also, you know, conducted several symphonic works as well. Um, and, that, and he's also a composer. I'm like, so. So. Right. <laughs> he's also a composer. Um, his works have been performed all throughout the country. Um on top of that, he's a fellow at the New York Foundation for the Arts, um, as well as a PhD candidate, and um, he teaches like music, musicology, and music theory. So I'm like, y'all really be making me feel like I lay around all day. <laughs> no, I mean, I do lay around all day. So anyway, um, yeah, but thanks for being black in excellence and doing things that most people only doing one of so because <laughs> he's one of those people that can make that joke like uh, a composer a pianist a conductor a, a music theorist uh, the, the dj walking to a bar staple for one like one right um yeah but shout out to him for being black and excellent period all right, my piece of the week this week was also a suggestion. Period. Come through. Um, I have a piece called Lullaby by the Haitian American composer Franz Cassius. Um, I listened to it. Um, it's a piece for guitar, solo guitar, and it was gorgeous. And I kind of just like let his album run, and I'm like, I might have to download it. Like, I don't really, I haven't really messed with guitar like that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But it was nice. Like, I, it was really, really nice. So, we'll link that. You guys can check that out. But, yeah. Shout out to Haiti. They just had their flag day a couple weeks ago. All right. Um, But, yeah. Thank you so much for listening to Classically Black Podcast. Oh, let me cover this. My bad. There we go. Cover Delaney up. All right. Thank you so much for listening to Classically Black Podcast. Don't forget to follow us on social media at Classically Black Podcast. If you have a piece of the week suggestion, a black excellence suggestion, or an intermittent suggestion, send them to Classically Black Podcast at gmail.com and we will talk to you next week. Bye, y'all. A tutelaire.